Genre. Welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are watching the 1990 live-action Turtles movie, one Foot Clan member kicking at a time. I am Scott Tofty with me again for number... Bleh, minute number 33 are our hosts Chris and Rachel and Adam. Hi. Uh, happy Wednesday. Day. Bossa Nova. And returning for the third Chevy time Nova. on Hump Day is Tierney Callahan from Return to Osmond at High Tierney. Cowabunga! Cowabunga, indeed. So here we are. We are halfway through the week. And, man, last minute was so cool. We're just going to continue with the fun in our crazy treehouse of horror here. Uh, (laughs) Warehouse of horror? So minute 33 (laughs) begins with the end of the poker game and ends with Tatsu passing on some sage advice to a fallen foot trainee, um, who I'm just going to say it, from the look of the shot on screen, may or may not have a bit of an erection. <laughs> hey, that's not fair. That that's not fair. Those, those pants tent. Those that. pants tent. Those pants tent. It's not fair. <laughs> Chris, stop being so defensive. Stop saying pants tent. Very awkward now. <laughs> All right, hang on. I'm making a note. Pants tent is now the name of this episode. <laughs> Guys, I'm so it's a legitimate thing. Here. <laughs> We're happy tent. to have you, Tierney. <laughs> I don't know if you've realized how serious we take our jobs here at Ninja Turtles Minute. Uh, Adam is Job. broken right now by the, by the phrase pants tent. There's just how many times he said pants tent. Pants Not to be confused with past tense. Oh yeah, how God. would you say pants, yeah. te- pants, pants tent in past tense? Pants tented. Pants tented. Pants did tensed. Tented pants. This is the week of the tongue twister. I love it. Tented pants. I think that should be the title. This is what happens on Wednesday. What a great band name. Tented pants. We're not even drunk yet. Oh, my God. What was that thing you found to come up with your own indie band? It was like... It's this. I was like one of those Facebook, like your favorite flower and then your third favorite breakfast cereal. It's actually your your first credit card security question and your second credit card security question. That's not what it was. (laughs) I hate that I get it. The number of times I have had to like correct my friends on Facebook. I'm like, don't share that information. (laughs) It was like a medical. Don't tell people that. A medical condition and something else. We'll, We'll find it. Um. So aside from the boys being super mad, Timmy and Tommy and Billy Zabka being super mad (laughs) that they uh, just lost the poker game. And somehow in the background of the shot, Grace Jones is also there. Not sure how she figures into this movie, but pretty fantastic. Not really. Just kind of looks like her. She's hanging out in New York in the 80s. You know, this is this is Tatsu's first appearance in the film. Uh, No, he was he was there. We saw like his head earlier, didn't we? I mean, he was, he, I think wasn't he looking around earlier? Yeah, he was looking but we around didn't know earlier. Who he was. I don't think. Oh, he was. It's it's when Danny was unboxing electronics. He was walking around. Right. Yeah, he was watching. Okay, he was walking. You're right. My bad. Okay. So this is his second appearance in the movie. Thank you and for we, clearing we, that up We've established that this air actor has been like you know quiet, angry, muscly Asian bad guy in so many movies. Yes, but he's perfect um, here. At yeah. least in this. Oh, Right for a the kid, poker game. it's like, oh, this guy's terrifying. 
Yeah. I love this line. It's another one of those candidates for best line of the movie <laughs> where the kid runs and bumps into Tatsu and he looks Go. like he just shat his pants in fear. <laughs> right? And he's got his stupid Go. white men can't jump, Play. flipped up, brimmed hat on. <laughs> Is it a cycling hat? Is that what those hats are? I don't I know. No I idea. have no idea what they're called. <laughs> I have a friend who has one of those, but it says wasted across the bottom brim. I've always been jealous of that hat. I want that hat. <laughs> At some point, I will say that to my kid, and I'll just be like, go, play. Yeah, that line wiggle. is amazing. Oh, and he does the little finger side. walk. <laughs> the, the hand motion for play <laughs> yes. is great. I, just like, I always, for some reason, I always think he says... Go, play, have fun. I don't know where I get the have fun from. Am I picking that up from another movie? It's just the sarcasm tone. I don't know. I don't know. The have fun. Is Tatsu in the sequel? Yeah. He's in Turtles 2. Oh, he's a big part of the sequel. Hmm. Yeah. I can't remember. It's been so long. Well, I have a bad feeling we might get to it. (laughs) I have a bad feeling we're going to watch it a minute at a time (laughs) sometimes. Enjoy. Uh, Oh, but but yeah. That's it's a great little line, and it pains me that that voice is overdubbed. I would love to know what he actually sounds like delivering that. Oh, line. that's overdubbed. No, yeah, he has a voice actor, doesn't he? Oh my oh. gosh, I didn't know that. Pretty sure that, that Tatsu is overdubbed this entire film. It's a dark he's, he's probably sound, Yeah, exactly. He <laughs> sounds like you know Tweety Bird or something. It's so <laughs> oh, dear yeah, gosh. Play. I played Tatsu in the Digital Turtles movie. <laughs> He sounds like such a nerd. (laughs) Well, that's why they hired a voice actor. And his voice actor is like a squirrely little dude who couldn't lift up a car, you know, like anything. (laughs) Aw, sad. Um, So we see not Tony Hawk zipping down the skateboard ramp, and we get a quick shot of a box, and it focuses on the box very briefly. It says Archie Comics. Mm -hmm. Uh, Are any of you aware how Archie Comics ties in with Ninja Turtles? I am. I'm sure they crossed over at some point. Well, to explain. There was a there was a Turtles title that was released on Archie Comics that, that was kind really? of yeah it fell more in line with the cartoon like it was kind actually, of uh, it it started off as a straight adaptation of episodes of the cartoon yeah huh. but then but then it's funny they actually started introducing characters in the Archie comics that ended up coming into the cartoon oh, but it was short lived I don't think it lasted more than like a year Archie or two Archie is such a weird thing. Have you ever read the Archie and Punisher crossover? Yes, I actually have that issue. It is so weird. That's one of my. That's one of my prized issues. It's such a weird weird. crossover. You know about that, right, Scott? I don't. You don't know? Oh my god, dude! You need to look for that. That that comic. um, I'm sure Adam could tell you more about it. But but like the the premise is that the Punisher is chasing this guy who uh, like he's a murderer. He's um, all sorts of terrible. Th- I can't remember like his rap sheet exactly, but the point is the Punisher very clearly totally has to kill this guy and he chases him to Riverdale. And the conceit is that this guy looks exactly like Archie. <laughs> so are we of just to believe does. that Riverdale is like the crux that all media passes through? Like the river of <laughs> basically uh, yeah. of yeah. like the predator in universe crossover event Archie versus the Predator but but that was a kind of a period of time where Archie was kind of buying up a lot of intellectual properties like they bought the rights to Sonic around the same time and Mm -hmm. Sonic had a long long run on Archie comics is Archie its own brand or are they under 
Are they under Marvel? No, Archie was its own thing for a long time. I mean, they might now. I don't know. But hmm. I, I at least so. in the 90s, they were... Like, there was Marvel, DC, Archie was kind of their own publishing company for a while. Yeah. It is huh. uh, It is its own company. Huh. Oh, still? Weird. Yeah, it looks like yeah. it. Yeah, because the TV show isn't <coughs> Marvel. Riverdale. And oh my god! I was on anything. So I was I was in Barnes and Noble today, and I saw like a new Archie imprint that's titled Riverdale, and the art style is like all emo and serious and artistic. Isn't and it's that like, the TV like, show? That's yeah, out now? yeah. yeah. That's, that's the TV show. They're doing like, like a CW like drama. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Archie's Creek. Archie's it's, Creek. It's, it's it's like Twin Peaks more, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's a murder mystery. I tried to watch the first episode, and I was just like, I just want to watch Twin Peaks again. Yeah, I couldn't get too far into it. I, I had to. Yeah, and then we have this side. friend that's like, "You should watch it. It's really good." Like, no, it's not. <laughs> nah. See, side I note: Watched all. Are of you it, aware? Sorry, <laughs> Tierney, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I've I've watched all of it, and it is as cheesy as you guys probably got from the first episode. So if you didn't <laughs> like that, then you're done. <laughs> well, thanks for sa- saving us the trouble. Do you remember the song "Sugar Sugar"? Yeah. Yeah. Sugar, sugar. Did, did you know that it's by the Archies? Yeah, the Archies. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like the right. comic book characters. Yes. What? It's their band. Like, that's. I... Wasn't Josie well, yeah. and the Pussycats? Yeah, Josie and the Pussycats had like. Yeah, Archie from Yeah, yeah absolutely. They're, they're Josie Archie and the Pussycats appears ah. in, in Archie, and then they got their own title for a while. They had a cartoon, yep. which I don't think Archie had at the time. Like, now, for some Archie, reason. In cartoons, kind of, they never lasted there was very the, long. There was the one in, like, didn't they have one in the 80s? No, I'm thinking of a pup named Scooby-Doo. Damn it. No, but I think it may have even been that Easy same mistake. studio did an Archie's cartoon for a really brief moment in the 80s. It was called. It was like a variety show, like Sonny and Cher. Yeah, Josie and the Pussycats was on when I would come home for lunch. Man, Josie and the Pussycats was and great. I, I was always confused because there was a laugh track. <laughs> what was with seventies cartoon well, shows? Wasn't and there a laugh track on Scooby? Well, the yes. Jetsons too, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Really? and the Flintstones. And the Flintstones. Yes. You yeah, know, to tell the pair. audience that they're supposed to laugh, and the the audience ate it up. Well, they were also <sighs> written I've like traditional sitcoms too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like uh, the Flintstones was very much like we're going to do the honeymooners, but in the Stone Age, and we're going to animate it because yeah, we it don't want to make a Stone Age set. Just part of the gag. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and Sabrina the Teenage Witch was an Archie yes. title. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yep. that's true. Which I am I curious. That. Supposedly, she's going to be written into Riverdale. Oh, oh. Wow. Like, like the show. What the hell wait, are you going to do wait. with Sabrina the Teenage? Is it going to be? Is it going to be Melissa Joan Hart? <gasps> <gasps> she'll come. She'll come to Riverdale. She'll come and explain it all. <laughs> <Guys>. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> I hate to say it. I have to start watching that show now. <laughs> oh my god! Only if it's Melissa Joan Hart, though. Yeah. It's not gonna be though. And only it's not. It's gonna be a teenage witch. It hasn't it, happened it, it's, yet, so I can't. It's gonna be Ariana Grande, witch. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. God, even I she's not, not even a teenager anymore, is she? I'm. I'm no. hoping she's gonna be Wiccan instead of actually having magical powers. It'll just be yeah. the juvenile going Wiccan. through her Wiccan phase. Yeah. Oh, it'll actually just be like Earth magic. Yeah, like we're learning about Earth magic today, kids. It'll be like it'll be throughout like the whole season. Everybody's like, "Yeah, she thinks she has magic powers," and then in the season finale, she'll cast a spell and like crush everything. 
works for me. There you go. We just wrote it for you. Yeah. There, you're there you go, Riverdale. You. You're welcome. Hey, I myself have dabbled in black magic. I would watch that. Oh, we totally. And then I'd be like, that's not historically accurate. And then I wouldn't watch it anymore. Yeah. Let's see. Speaking of accurate. True story. There is a scene yes. coming up. And I cannot. I am very curious to see if you guys know is this even karate? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Tierney, I don't know if we've introduced you to Chris O'Connor yet, but Chris is our resident uh, fighting and martial arts expert Excellent. here on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Minute. Oh, my God. So let's, let, why don't we let you two take over well, for the next little bit here or so, and let's before, talk about this next scene. Chris, before, you go before we get to that, though, like oh, okay. uh, I just wanted to say like the, 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 the it's a little thing. Like At the beginning, like the, with the poker, the full house, like... When they when that kid yells out "Full House," I was just like, "Yes, you should be on Full House. You were all Full House aged children. They Go probably there. were on Full House." Danny Jesus. Tanner would right. straighten those kids out. Man. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Have mercy. <laughs> all the mercy. Okay. So but anyway, kids to unless you're Tatsu, in which case you have no mercy. I completely killed the good segue. So anyway, That's back to the right. karate. <laughs> Take it away, Chris. Let's talk about the karate. Oh my god. Okay, so these guys are wearing like the hand, foot, and like headgear protection that's used a lot in like ATA, American Taekwondo Association, Association and International Taekwondo Federation point style sparring. Um, I don't remember what the Karate Association, Association names are, but like AIKA, the gear. Is that it? Yeah, it might be something like that. But but like the gear that they're wearing is very much for uh, point sparring where like, you know, you start, you know, the guy goes, go! And then whoever lands the first hit, whatever it is, you know, like whatever it is to a point area, the ref says, stop. And then you back up and that's it. And that is the worst, the worst sort of combat sport we have developed. It treats, it, it creates the worst habits. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it so I much. Tell us how so you really trophy in that when I was 14, man. Come on. Oh, you should have just wrestled. No, there, there was there was also I, an I arcade. Did. I was really bad at that. There's an arcade game called Karate Champ, which is yeah. uh, which is based on that point sparring system, and it is the most boring game I've ever played in my it's life. It's so bad. But yeah, like so they're they're wearing the hand and foot pads, and they're sort of doing some continuous sparring. And we have like uh, you know their their form is I I kind of thought like you know rewatching this, I expected the stuntmen to be frankly a bunch of '80s karate guys. I thought they would have a lot of people who were good at this. Um, and I mean, they, the guys in the suits do good. They, the the fight choreography is pretty good. But like this part right here, I mean, I, I guess they're going for these are the kids who were training to be full Foot Clan members, so they're not as good yet. But their technique just made me sad. Like the crescent <laughs> kicks and like the the spinning around. I, I like the little spinning back kick. But then like this the 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 combination that knocks the one guy out. He's like throwing like a right like roundhouse or front kick with his right leg, and at the same time his left arm is like hilariously flapping out so he's like crossing his body in this absurd way that takes power away from himself and I'm just like you look like a a, a broken nutcracker and I hate you I also <laughs> I want to point out that the edit so they have this tight shot on the guy throwing all these kicks right he throws like three kicks yeah. making his ridiculous sounds and all the other terrible ADR hi-yahs, hua, hi-yahs, 
that are going on in the background. There are a right? lot of hayas. There's a lot of really bad hayas going on, and the dude doing I don't know Olympic gymnast routines on the parallel bars. Anyway, <laughs> um, so they've got this tight shot on this guy throwing the kicks, and then when he throws that last k- kick. The, the cutaway to that guy, like his fall, doesn't make any sense. Not physically. even the fall, but the kick changes, like direction or something, mid kick. <laughs> it's a magic kick. Magic kick. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he's coming Z with like kick. This sort of like inside crescent kick kind of thing, and he totally doesn't finish that same motion. He did that Taekwondo thing where you do like the outside in crescent and then pull it into a sidekick. But, yeah. you know, with yeah. editing. He's just Sabrina the Teenage Karate Witch. <laughs> Chris, I've been wanting to ask this uh, throughout this this whole journey we've been going on. Yeah. What role did the Turtles play in your, um, uh, I guess, exploration of the martial arts? I, you know, I loved them. I made, like as a little kid, um, watching the Ninja Turtles. My parents, they let me watch the Ninja Turtles. It was in an army family, so we were sort of steeped in, uh, I mean, you know, that that sort of stuff. So my parents didn't really keep those things from me. Um, I remember watching Rambo when I was kind of young. Well, at my friend's house. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) but uh, like the Ninja Turtles, I remember like, you know, any sort of mop I could find or stick I could find, I'd be like, you know, I'm Donatello. I'm spinning the mop around the broom around. I'm like, this is great. You know, I would spin the the snow shovel around and and have a terrible accident. Um, (laughs) You know, I made, um, like I would get like like tape and paper clips and and I would attach uh, pencils together and make nunchucks. And I was like, this is the the greatest thing ever. (laughs) And... um, when we were in Germany, like this is, you know, like in 89, I was in Germany. And so we didn't have, like, I couldn't leave base. There was only one channel. I, I, I spent a lot of time at the library and they had like a bunch of martial arts books for some reason. And I, I got these books and I didn't know what I was doing. I was like copying the stances. And of course, like all of this was heavily influenced by my Ninja Turtle stuff. And I, I, I was just, I had a lot of fun with it. And then when we got so- back to the States. Hang on, um, you were literally mirroring the movements from your metaphorical <gasps> cage. Yes, oh absolutely. I was, I was a little rat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or you Continue. learned from a book that someone flushed down the toilet. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you know, uh, uh, an army-based library might as well be the toilet. Um, <laughs> and, and I had so much fun with that. And then when we got back to the States, um, like 91 or 92, it was still, like, Ninja Turtles was still cool. I was still into that, and I got the opportunity at a, um, like, my parents took me to, uh, like, a youth fair at, uh, in Leavenworth, and I had, my dad was like, all right, you've got a choice. You can do wrestling or Taekwondo. And, frankly, because of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and, you know, Karate Kid movies and all this stuff, I was like, well, I want to do Taekwondo. That's the greatest thing ever. In retrospect... Knowing now what I know about fighting, if, if, if you are a young 10 or 12 year old child who is listening to this podcast for some (laughs) dumb reason, and you are uh, faced with the choice of how to begin your martial education, don't go with Taekwondo, go with wrestling. Wrestling is far more basic and important to a a foundation to your ability to actually fight. Way more fundamentals in wrestling. Inside 14-year-old Scott is crying because he took the Taekwondo choice. (laughs) You know, I did it too. I did it too. I had a great time. Um, You know, I was, I I love the sparring. Like, I I focused, like, so much on the kata and doing the forms, which in retrospect, I was just, 
well, whatever. I, I love that stuff. I, I like did the tournaments. I got my, my championship trophy for, for Fskata, and I got my butt kicked in sparring by the older kids. And, uh, you know, the, the coach, like, nicknamed me Rocky because I loved an overhand right, and I was, oh, it was great. <laughs> it, it was a wonderful time. I did not. I did not get nunchucks. I really, really wanted weapons uh, like this. Did the, the any school. kid get nunchucks? A lot of, <laughs> kids, got, a lot of right? kids got weapons. I mean, and I used to my tie parents... my belly shoes together and like swing them around. <laughs> That's crazy. That's the most badass thing I've ever heard. My my you parents actually. My my brother and I were doing it together, and my parents agreed that if Colin and I, if my brother and I, could go without fighting for a whole week. They would let us get nunchucks and start doing the weapons class. We lasted two days. Oh. I took a couple of bow staff classes. Those are the only weapons classes that I took. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I did find time to buy myself a uh, katana and <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> I still, I am dying. My roommates as, in college had a pair of scythe, and I wanted those. I still want a pair. So I mean, as badly, a grown up, when you, as a young grown up who has no responsibilities, and you've just got your money to just spend on whatever you want. Mm. For for a lot of guys, we just buy stupid weapons we don't need because yeah. probably testosterone because of Ninja and tex- toxic masculinity. We we were at Comic Con one time and we witnessed this conversation between a man and we're assuming his wife on the other end of the phone, and he's like, "I really want to buy this thing. Is it okay? I checked my bank account and I it was a weapon." It was like a sword or something. Yeah, it, was or it was either a sword or a lightsaber, like a really... Or like a, a weird bust of some kind. But it, <laughs> okay, it was okay. a ridiculous amount of money that he wanted to spend on something. Okay. And he had to ask I, his wife I'm going to say, as, as a snob about these sorts of things, unless it's like a cool sort of recreation, like a prop version of a weapon, like it has a particular look, like the Halo sword or mm-hmm. like a Batleth or something, never, ever, ever, ever buy any of the weapons they sell at comic book conventions no. they're all stainless steel garbage i mean i almost Just... bought a, a master sword one time but oh they're... those are oh, those are poorly balanced i know but they're cool <laughs> i can hang it over they're the mantle so poorly balanced i almost bought one until i held it i was like you expect someone to use this no they're like no <laughs> we expect you to hang it on your wall <laughs> right the number of like actually combat capable zelda master swords that have been made on earth is probably like 12. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a like significantly said, higher number than I would have expected. I wasn't going to fight with it. I wanted it for decorative purposes. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, say about be... Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles, ah. man. They, they got me into it and they, quite frankly, led me down the wrong path. <laughs> so, you, you went down that rabbit hole. You see, I played hockey. I was more of a Mighty Ducks fan yeah. back, back uh, when it became time for me to. What, what were the What were the goons in the Mighty Ducks? The Bash Brothers. The Bash Brothers. Yeah. I wanted to yeah. be those guys. I was yes. not those guys. Full disclosure. Wait, what were the dudes in the movie? Uh, Slapshot. Slapshot. Oh, the the, uh, the uh, Henson. Henson Brothers. That's right. Yeah. It was kind of a playoff on that. Okay. Anyway, yeah. um, back to turtles. Sorry. I know we have a we have a mission statement here, so guys. We just right. yeah. <laughs> we, ju- we just had the sparring between the two students, right? And, and Tatsu's and like loser. Get down, lost. And now Tatsu is gonna uh, step in. Oh yes. Now now I'm going to go ahead and, so, and uh, show the show the student what's up. So before he even shows grunt. him what's up, Tatsu is pointing with something that looks like a fan, maybe. 
Is he holding a fan? Is he holding a whip? He's holding something in his hand, and he hands it off to a foot soldier. I'd love Mm -hmm. to think that Tatsu is just so sweaty and warm in this warehouse (laughs) that he's carrying like an accordion fan around with him. Yeah, the fan would definitely be sort of stereotypically correct. You know, this was sort of like in the late '80s. This was kind of the height of like you know the the ninja and karate craze and a little bit of sort of resurgent yellow peril as everybody was like, "Oh, Japan's going to take over the world." So, you know, the fan was definitely, like, an image that they had there, and it was something that, you know, like, a bad Japanese guy would be walking around with. I actually yeah. collect Japanese fans. Like, they're crappy, cool. but I have a, a small collection of them. <laughs> All right. I, I, well, I, I like think that has just... something in common with Tatsu. That's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What if it's just a folded-up copy of the Wall Street Journal? <laughs> <laughs> He's a it's Republican. So dark. Why is it all black? What, what was the uh, the, the man? <laughs> this is this is a Scott question. What was the manager for Legion of Doom? What was his the, name? Oh, Paul Ellering. He always had a copy of the uh, the Wall Street Journal. Legion like, of Doom: The Wrestlers, not Legion of Doom: The Enemies of the Super Friends. Right. Okay. <laughs> but um, gentlemen, thank we you are here to discuss Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Sorry. Ninja Every good wrestling manager Ninja has Turtles. something in their hand. And Tat- Tatsu, that's his, that's his fan. He's kind of like, like Mr. Fuji. <laughs> Do you want to hear why I wasn't allowed to see this movie? Well, yes! A right. legend. Uh, so I was only five when the movie first came out. And oh, I think I know I which said, urban legend it is. I was a huge fan of the cartoon, and I remember going to my mom and being like, here's a Turtles movie, I want to see it, please. And she's like, you're five, there's no way. She had read the reviews that said how violent it was, and she said, you're oh. not watching this. So, fast forward a couple of years, I still love the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Now things are out on VHS, and I have the opportunity to go get them. And so I say, Mom, I'm older now. I can watch the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And she informed me that I couldn't, because at this point, Mortal Kombat, the video game, had come out. And there was an urban legend in my town, which I call an urban legend because... It always happened to a kid at a different elementary school than the one you yes. went to. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Where two kids were playing Mortal Kombat and I'm one of them literally on died the edge of my seat. Because the guy kicked him wrong because he didn't know what he was doing because they were just mimicking uh, the karate from the movies and the video games. And you can't mm. do fake karate because you could die. And that, that is oh, and my oh, mom yeah. was I've like, heard... you're not seeing any of these ninja movies. Yeah. I don't care what I, I, <laughs> Oh my goodness. I had I heard that one too. And like the story the version of the version I heard was was the like if you get kicked in the chest, it'll stop your heart. Yeah. And everybody's you know sort of spread. The thing is, that is technically true. That is technically true. You can hit somebody in the chest Please so hard that you stop their heart. But it is exceedingly rare. Mm. It is it is extremely difficult to do. So, well, it's one of those things I thought of later in life, and I'm like, right. dude, if a kid had died in my town, I would have known. Like, yeah, I, I know all the kids in my town, town. <laughs> but that would have been news that would have reached me. Yeah. See, yeah. And, and really I kicked Jimmy in the f- in the chest. He died. His heart exploded. <laughs> well, and it was no, the, I didn't hear that. Because I read it was the video game Narc that started that whole paternal satanic <laughs> panic. About violent really? video games. Yeah, yep. that was the first Crack, like real K. <laughs> oh man, Adam, did you ever do any of the backyard wrestling? I didn't. I, I did know uh, a, a group I, of kids oh. growing up that did, and I thought they were huge nerds. Oh my I just god! Think it's I, funny that all this kind of stuff I, where it's like you can't watch this or else you're going to do a thing that ends up killing somebody, and it like I, never happened. I knew wow. a group of kids that would I, play wrestling, but 
when they would play these wrestlers like Hulk Hogan or Macho Man, they would like soft crimes. And <laughs> like encyclopedia like, so like cartoon like show. So like well, the rest like, of the WWF cartoon show. So like Isn't that what they did in the cartoon? They the did have a cartoon. cartoon. They did. There yeah, the wrestling cartoon. cartoon. But they didn't like save Hulk people rock and, and wrestling or whatever and solve Something crimes. Like and I was like, "What? Why are you guys like superheroes or like? Whoa, I don't That's know. Awesome. We just thought I, it was cool. Uh, I mean, so, yeah. so skinny Foot Clan guy goes to fight Tatsu, and uh, Chris, it doesn't go well. No, no, it doesn't. It's 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 a very linear back and forth. Well, not back and forth. It's very much Tatsu advancing with the overhand chopping right and and the kick and the thing and the uh, <laughs> as one, two, three, four. And you know, like the choreography is just stilted and set. And I get it. Like, okay, so I guess you're you're trying to portray that this is the master or you know the assistant master powering down like a student and so he's like advancing and the student's like nervous but it's just the choreography is bad like i don't like it it's lifeless and and it just i don't know i mean maybe you, maybe i've just spent too long like hating on you know the soul the the hard style blocks and the back and forth footwork and it just looks lazy to me but you know it's 1990 um i may be being unfair 27 removed on 27 years on and and sort of the the wealth of choreography that has has entered into culture since then so if we look at it in the time period that it is like he's he's throwing pretty hard moves like granted it's obviously telegraphed but like he's pretty aggressive about it this is much more sort of aggressive fake fighting than we see in like karate kid He's like, Arr! and keep in Where, mind, like, Mr. Miyagi gotta, barely touches anyone, and they flip over four times. He's got to go. Well, yeah, part <laughs> of that is simply because Frank Morita doesn't there. actually know how to fight, or didn't know how to fight. Keep that in mind, uh, burger. This guy that played Tatsu, I, I forget the the actor's name now. We had it. We said it so many times yeah. in the the credits. <laughs> but uh, he he went on. To, he's actually like a martial arts expert. He teaches like Kav Magra to cops and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, Pat, Pat Morita. It's not Pat I said, Marita. I said, I said Frank Marita, and I feel like an asshole. <laughs> Frank That's Marita. A, it's Pat Marita. So, so this guy's Pat an actual Marita didn't expert. Know He's probably just phoning it in. Also, yeah, Rachel yeah. just paused our uh, our minute on uh, the tented pants in the question earlier. <laughs> the controversial the pants tented. tented pants. <laughs> tented pants. So, tented pants aside, hold on to that for a minute. Okay. Um, I won't. It's right in front of us, so Adam's giggling like a, a child. <laughs> Are you paused on the moment of the tented pants where you can also see the guy on the parallel bars in the background with his feet kicked up in the air, looking like he's having a merry old time? Uh, yes. So Jim anyway, Kata. I'm curious as to what we think the relationship between Tatsu and the Shredder is. Ah. <sighs> That's a fascinating question I had not considered. Is it? I'm going to need to take a moment to ponder. Because Tatsu doesn't show up in any other form of Turtles media ever. That's He's true. only mm. in this movie and the sequel. He was well, never in a comic book. The only character that I can think is even remotely close to him in any of the other media is the character of Hun, who was... Uh, a purple dragon gang member in in the 2000s cartoon and in some of the mm. comic books and also kind of Karai hmm. who is Karai, Shredder's yeah. daughter 
So, okay, but in, in the cartoon, the Foot Clan are all robots, so right. Shredder doesn't need anybody to teach the robots how to fight. Um, in the comic book, they're people, though, right? Yes. Okay. Hmm. Also, hmm. In, in the IDW books, Hun is also uh, Casey Jones's father. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, they take it's that abusive little... Abusive relationship. Yeah. Oh, super duper. I mean, they they go right into it. Like, his, his dad hits him. Like, the, it's kind of this mm. whole uh, Casey Jones B-plot. Well, maybe, like, you know, the, 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 the purpose he serves here, he gets to be sort of uh, like this menacing figure, you know, this sort of teacher figure for, the, for these kids, like, you know, keeping them, abusing them, but at the same time allowing them to keep the Shredder in reserve. And that's sort of for, how for I thought of it. For something stronger. The Shredder's not going to come out and train kids. No, you don't want to mm. waste him on scenes like this. So he's almost, Tatsu's almost there by necessity. If you need to show the villainous hand of the Foot Clan, that's a weird sentence. Um, <laughs> hand of the Melodic. Foot. Melodic. <laughs> yeah. You need to show sort of the their menace right hand. and their legitimacy as an evil sort of antagonist yeah. without giving away, you know, without giving away, like you can't show the shark in Jaws. Like the whole point of yeah. Yeah. Jaws is so scary is because they don't see the shark. The reason that Darth Vader works as a scary figure is because you don't see him just straight up murdering people all the time. It's sort of like you have to leave something to the imagination. So Shredder's the shark. Tetsu is the the barrels. You know, he's kind of Ooh. the surrogate. <laughs> yes. Yes. There we go. He's also just a huge jerk. He is kind of a huge jerk. Mm. Yeah, he's um, the Shredder yeah. surrogate. I, I like that theory. Yeah, the yeah. the uh, the whole, like, never take your eyes off an opponent thing. It's like, you know, you're an asshole. Well, that, that's one of those musical lines. That never lower your eyes to an to enemy. enemy. Like, he goes up at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's another one of those musical turtles lines. I can't lines. tell you how many times on a playground I tried to get a kid to do that, to like bow down and then like <laughs> kick him in the shin or something. And I'd be like, never lower your eyes to an enemy. Like I took that as like <laughs> karate fact. Like that's a thing that they teach you. Karate 101. Mm. Doesn't Bart do that in an episode of The Simpsons? Like he probably he's supposed to take yeah. karate, but he just goes to play some karate video game called <laughs> oh, yeah. like the yeah. Touch, Touch of, of Death. death. Yeah, and, yeah. He and like, does, uh, within yeah. martial arts, that's definitely sort of like there. There are a couple of like you know there are some some schools and some traditions where no, you never take your eyes off your opponent, and then there are others where you're supposed to lower your gaze and and signify to the other person that you respect them enough, you trust them enough that you you know trust you know you trust that they're not going to hit you. So this is more of the Cobra Kai school of karate. Oh, absolutely. These guys are Cobra Kai all the way. Strike hard, strike first, no mercy. Exactly. Completely, utterly. Oh, and by the way, Cobra Kai is a real jiu-jitsu school in the United States, and they're actually really good. I'm going to start taking jiu-jitsu now. Was it before (laughs) that movie? Huh? Were they around no, no, before no. that? I, I, th- I'm, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that because like they use the same like logo. I don't understand how they can do it, but they, huh. they there's a Cobra Kai place. I don't know their history, but I'm pretty sure they're after the movie. Well, you've just blown Miyagi- their trademark infringement cover. <laughs> Yeah, it's gimmick yeah. infringement. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, you know, who really wants to enforce copyright against a martial arts school? It's not like they're going to be merchandising. <laughs> it's and, kind you of know, like the laundromat running down commercials. the road for me that has a really poorly painted Mickey Mouse on the awning. I'm like, why? Yeah, well, yeah, it's there like was Disney a, doesn't care. There was a, a Bambi cleaner somewhere in Philadelphia, and it was just it was just Bambi. There's this the great there's this great cleaners near us where their logo is a duck 
wearing a tie. It's awesome. But, but it's not like like an over cartoon duck. Like it's just like a a, a regular ass. Yeah, duck. like, like someone drew it. Like oh, I want the logo to look sort of like this, and they just took their crappy sketch and like, <laughs> put it on the side. But he's wearing well, a this tie. Is- this is all terribly cleaners. fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But I think we've reached the end of our minute. Yeah. And we need to talk and about... And Tatsu totally, totally jerk that he is, puts a knife to a kid's throat. And we need to talk is about tented pants. Wait, is pants he holding a knife? Well, yeah. I think we've talked enough about tented pants. Okay. So, speaking of Mr. No, because he gave pants. the fan to somebody before he started fighting, and then hang on, he, he hang threw on. a knife Hang on, this is important, belt. and I'm losing it in the shuffle. Is uh-huh. Tatsu holding a knife to the kid's throat, Chris? I think so. Like, considering his hand placement, and you oh can sort God. of see a little bit of an object there, he pulled a knife from his belt and put it to the kid's so neck. He absolutely is. No, so, um, I couldn't line up if it is this fight they're talking about, but IMD Trivia said that there is a fight where Tatsu supposedly killed the kid, and after <gasps> production, they had to add audio of someone being like, you okay? Is You know, get up or something. Because of the rating. They were like, you can't so, kill a kid on screen. Oh, oh, that's, I, that's later. I think that is later, yeah. Okay. Wait, I know, and he didn't Sorry. kill him. I think that's urban legend, but there is, there is. I do know that there's like well, a like in the script urban legend that they would have yeah. killed him. I thought I yeah. cracked the mystery. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. But he does okay, go totally ape shit later on in the movie. Yeah, but we'll definitely, thanks for bringing that up, because I'm going to make a note to talk about that when that minute comes up. Okay. Um, but Murder I think for minute 33, I think another long one here, guys. Yeah, this, is, yeah. this is three pretty long oh, ones. Oh, Tierney, you're just bringing it I know, you're on fire. <laughs> so uh, for the crew here at Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, I am Scott Tofty. These are the co-hosts, and we will see you guys tomorrow on Minute 34 on Thursday. Uh, bye-bye. Bye. 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 There it is. <laughs>